Hey everybody and welcome to Nerd to the Third, episode 5. We're bringing you the power of three today with Nick, Coach Smith, and the ever-rotating third chair, the geek of geeks, Mr. Mike... What was the thing you wanted me to say? Mike O-G-C... Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, yeah that'll work. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mike OGC3PO. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So real quick, real quick, Mike, uh, go ahead and let everybody know uh, where you're from. Um, I'm Mike C squared. Um, I'm from one giant leap for geeks, the podcast. Um, We are, you know, on the podcasting platforms that you like and, you know, the social medias that you like Twitter specifically though is a giant leap. The number four geeks. Yeah. Like left for dead. Yes, but. yes, yes. <laughs> number four. Don't write out the number four. It's just push four. <laughs> what if somebody actually did that? T H E N U. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Like now I, I wanna change my Twitter to like to like the and then well no. What do I even have it as? What's well, I guess I'm just TX3. Yeah. I was about to say, the only one I have is TX3. So. <laughs> I, I was like, yours is so simple. The, yeah, <laughs> TX3 Productions, my Twitter. Go check it out. Give us a follow. We're so close to 50. We literally need three. So three of you motherfuckers just pull over to the side of the road and give us a goddamn follow. All right. As usual, we're having our nerd points positive for funny jokes fun facts double if you get called up on some negative yada 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 you guys probably know that if you've already done it and i've already explained it to these people so these people (laughs) what do you mean mean? these people (laughs) (laughs) all right and we do also have coach here now coach well, uh, you are officially joining the team. Let everybody know what you're going to be doing for us. Um, basically, the fall guy. If you guys ever <laughs> need something done, if somebody doesn't come through, you know, something crazy happens with life or whoever guest is on the ever-rotating third chair, a little bit of editing. Uh, so, you know, you'll, you'll see me sporadically in and out and, and trying to work on getting uh, separate podcasts uh, within the network myself. So... Hopefully, you know, you'll hear a little bit more of me over the next, you know, few months slash years or whatever. Sweet. Well, good to have you back. I, I want to say you were on our inaugural. Yeah, episode, I was the you? you were on the first one, right? Yeah, the OG. The OG. And then now you're officially part of the team. So yeah. welcome, welcome. We're glad to have you. You're an awesome guy. So, um, so let's get right into it. First segment of the game or game. Of the game, great. Yes, this is a game, after all. The nerd, nerd points, points are not we're just... Keeping score. <laughs> hey, if we're keeping score, there. it's a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we're keeping score... Although, you know, my biggest problem is, like, scoring at the end. So it's like, you know, maybe it's just a points for at home and, and, and like, I don't know. It's like, you know, maybe I just need more entertaining guests. Wink, wink. (laughs) Yeah. Do your job, Mike. Mm. You want to know what really pushes my buttons? What pushes your buttons, Nick? Now, here's the thing. Advertising nowadays, everybody knows this. It gives way, 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 way too much away. The main reason this came up to me and just like it just reedifies the fact of how much I hate it is I happen to be watching Hulu. Now this was after I watched the movie, 
So thankfully, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I could still try to put myself in the, the shoes of somebody who hasn't seen the movie. I watched this trailer. It's on Hulu, so it just comes up during in between when I don't have the premium. So you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not some rich folk that just has all the all the premiums, and no ads. So um, it's two dollars. Up comes the commercial. <laughs> up comes the commercial, and. It's like the last third of the of the movie. It gives away like key plot points. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now if you haven't seen if you haven't seen the 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 uh advertisements in question, skip forward like 30 seconds or something. But basically it shows the uh Indoraptor and then it shows uh blue fighting it so it's like okay so mm-hmm. we know that happens it shows the T-Rex and he's going up against a lion and that's like quite literally one of the last frames yep. in the entire freaking movie mm-hmm. and it just like it was so amazing which makes me go back and then I start thinking about all the ones that have really um pissed me off and like homecoming honestly i i didn't have to watch that fucking movie i did not have to watch a single frame of that movie because you put most of the trailers together it gives the the yeah. plot by plot here's the freaking outline mm-hmm. for the movie everything and you know like back in the day in the 50s that's what they did for trailers yeah the narrator they quite literally went, yeah. in a world blah mm-hmm. blah blah and then like they go through the entire movie so the only reason you go to see it is because you want to like get away from your kids for the night. <laughs> I mean, you know, Sony's always been kind of bad about that. Oh too. god, like yeah, Sony. Right? Like, do you remember the Amazing Spider-Man Two trailer where they show yeah. the literal last frame of the movie where he's fighting the Rhino, and it's like yeah. seriously, mm-hmm. yeah. And see, like at least that, like you, like. The thing I hated the most about that particular thing is that it really painted this picture like he was going to be fighting different villains. Yeah. And so then the movie itself was he fought one villain. Mm-hmm. So that's even worse. Misleading advertising yes. is is a whole nother thing and a whole nother frustration. Mm-hmm. And so then this, this also brings it up because going into Jurassic World, I see a poster for Ant-Man and the Wasp. And who's on it? Michelle Pfeiffer. But it's not just Michelle Pfeiffer and she's wearing like a t-shirt that says, you know, I like chicken wings or something. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> no, she's wearing a suit and it's clearly like the same type of suit that Ant-Man and the Wasp have. Mm. So like, okay, that's the mom, yeah. right? That, yeah. That's the mom that went into the, you know, phantom zone or whatever. And like... And I don't know. Now, I did rewatch one of the trailers, and one of the trailers did have her in it, but it was like a blink and you miss it, and it looked like they maybe CGI'd her to make her look younger. Mm -hmm. So unless you paused it at the right time, you didn't see that her mother was Michelle Pfeiffer, you know? Mm -hmm. And even if we know that Michelle Pfeiffer is her mom, putting her prominently on the poster right. with a freaking suit on mm-hmm. kind of ruins the mystery of, oh, are they going to be able to get her? Are they going to be able to just save her? Yeah. No, I, I know exactly what you mean. It, it's it's odd, too, because Marvel has so much goodwill with just mm-hmm. general audiences that they don't really need to give so much away. 
Right, you know, they don't it, need all these trickeries. That's the thing I liked about Infinity War, because when the trailers were coming out for that, I was <laughs> worried that I saw too much. But then right. when I went into the movie, I was like, oh, okay, there was a whole bunch of shit in the middle that I right. never thought of. Well, and, and I mean, the funny thing about that is, like, you reviewing that, you had to speak so freaking vaguely. Yeah. Like, even to, like, my best friends and stuff, like, I... You have to speak so vaguely because, like, even the opening is quite um, spoilerific. Oh, yeah, if, for sure. If you even give a crap oh, yeah. about well, most of the people from hated, Ragnarok. Well, what I hate most about Infinity War, for, if you don't know, the Hulk is, like, my favorite Marvel superhero. So oh, they yeah. have, like, the poster, you know, with everybody running towards something. Oh, and, yeah. And the Hulk is there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And yep. oh my gosh, he wasn't even in the movie, but for five minutes, and he got his, you know, he got beat. So yeah, yeah that, was, that was that was probably the biggest misdirect I've seen in a movie in a while. That and what they do with the Infinity Stones on his gauntlet too, because they hide a bunch of them. Yeah. Right, and see, but that that at least they do it for the right reason. Right, so they, they don't do spoil it, it at least. Well, yeah. see, I like so that there's I not don't a mind misleading me. I really don't like if you put something in the trailer that's not in the movie. For example, like anything with the Hulk. Uh, that was, mm-hmm. you know, for the Infinity War stuff. That's okay because yeah. you still got to market the Hulk is in this movie, right? Sure. So, right. you know, stuff like that, I'm totally cool with. But the stuff you're talking about, like with Jurassic World and stuff, and me personally, I don't watch a lot of trailers just for this purpose. I find right. that the best movies that I go to see are the ones I know literally hardly anything about outside of a premise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? So, for example, uh, the movie Upgrade that just came out. Uh, Ooh, a yeah, sci-fi yeah. movie. I, I, I want to see that. It's really good, but you know, I didn't know anything about the movie other than so it's a guy who's paralyzed and they put in some chip into him, right? And you know, I know the other little things, but I didn't watch anything about the trailer. So I thought it was some type of you know melodramatic uh, kind of think of it like a. Uh, it's like a fucking lifetime movie. And like, no, not, not a lifetime movie, but like he, a, in uh, like his nurse has to like. What's the movie called about where they where the guys creating robots or whatever for sexual pleasure? I can't remember the name of it, but it was like a really big thing. It, it Ex Machina. Ex Machina. I thought yeah, it would be something yeah. like that level, and instead it was like this crazy ass movie, you know. And mm-hmm. so stuff like that. That's like one of the reasons I stay away from trailers is just because I don't want to see anything on it. I just want to go yeah. and enjoy. And so the only time I see trailers is if I go to a movie. And I go to quite a few, but sometimes I'll miss the trailers on purpose. Right. So Yeah, going I'm, a little bit later, yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, and I mean, it definitely makes you wonder, why spoil things? You know, like, I really feel like the general rule is if you can't show me enough that's interesting about your movie without spoiling something, then is your movie even worth watching? Well, then, And for that matter, it also makes you wonder, is it a cultural thing? Like, well, do they make certain spoilerific ones because maybe, like, the Asian market, they like getting things spoiled for them. That is a good point because I've noticed some international trailers spoil more of the movie than, like, the domestic trailers. So I think you mm-hmm. may have hit on something there. Well, it could also be that they're not quite as familiar with some of the movies, too. But yeah, the first thing you talk about when you talk about trailers, the first thing I think of is just how terrible, like, comedy trailers are. <laughs> because yeah. all the good jokes are in the trailers. That's that's um, a good right. point. Yeah. So that's the first thing that comes to my mind when you talk about trailers, you know. And I don't know. I just prefer not to see anything about a movie. And do you guys remember when 
The Dark Knight was coming out, and that was all the way back in 2008, by the way. So mm. it was like 10 years back in my day, right? <laughs> <laughs> but the only thing I saw about this movie was the first two minute clip they released where the Joker is robbing the bank. Oh, god, and that yeah. was it. There was that's, that's really so all much. you needed, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was the first two minutes of the movie or whatever. I you know, know. it's a joke. Oh, yeah, so no, no. Like, I, I'm always concerned about those movies that come out where they go like, yeah, we're going to show the first 25 minutes of the film. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, you guys don't have a lot of faith in this movie, do you? Right. Yeah. It's like, I, please, I, please love us. I think they did that with <laughs> Spider-Man 3 when that came out. If you can't tell, Spider-Man is like my favorite superhero. So I'll probably make references to him a lot throughout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, I remember when Spider-Man 3 came out, they showed like at, I think it was like a special IMAX screening where it was like the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie. Like that whole fight oh, with uh, him and Harry on the glider and shit. And I'm like, you're giving away like a major plot point in the movie. But then after I saw the movie, I was like, oh, okay, I see why you did that. <laughs> yeah, but you see, like, I would rather see two, three minutes of unedited whatever and just have that be the quote-unquote trailer. And, you know, it'd mm-hmm. be in the first 10, 15, 20 minutes of the movie. Oh, like, just watch a scene completely out of context and just be like, oh, what is this? What's happening here? I mean, If it's a yeah. good scene, yeah. I mean, you got to yeah. be selective, but yeah, you know, it, it might be tough to do if it's a true just dark drama type movie. Uh, for example, like the movie Nightcrawler uh, that came oh, out a few good years one. ago with Jake, Jay- with Jake Gyllenhaal, you mm-hmm. probably oh, he's my favorite that. X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Nerd <laughs> uh, but um, but you know, so I think it might be hard to do something. But I would prefer if they did trailers like that, where it's just like here's two minutes of X movie, right? Right. And just sure. Kind of go from there, or I, splice it, it together where it's less edited and like montagey. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did so, have uh, an, an, an example from, like, an older movie. Uh, do you guys remember the movie Speed? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember Blazing Saddles? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, that and, trailer was horrible. At, at this like, point that was pretty in much time, like, here's the movie. I may as well have been referencing form. Blazing Saddles at this point, because I know a lot of kids are like, what? Speed? <laughs> <laughs> like, the drug? Like, is that what you mean? Like, no, yeah. we don't even <laughs> talk about that anymore. No, um, uh, in, in the trailer to Speed... There's a scene or there's a shot in the trailer where they show the passengers once they've gotten off the bus and they show the bus exploding. So they literally ruin the suspense of whether or not they will get off the bus in the trailer. Mm. It's like that's a good point. It it would almost be like if in Gone Girl they show, you know, the hold on, hold on, oh, oh, wait, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh man, that movie is like three, four years old. I know. I've already had it. Oh, that is your because own I watch fault. a lot of like top tens. Oh like, yeah, top ten biggest. You passed like, like the statute of a... limitation on when. The Thank you. Yes, have right. to be given. I figure my rule generally when I'm reviewing stuff is, or after I've reviewed something, once the movie's out of theaters, I I feel it's free to just openly talk about it. Like if you're gonna wait oh, for yeah, it to come out on DVD or Netflix, then that's your problem. I would I would generally go about a year, I guess. Because by that oh, point, God, you know, no. movies. <laughs> well, movies well, come out so quickly now. Like, I mean, there's like three Marvel movies a year now. So I I, I feel like if you if by the time Ant Man and the Wasps come out, if you still didn't see Infinity War, you didn't really want to see Infinity War. That's a that is a really good point if you think about it. Because yeah, that was like three months. And who hasn't seen? Honestly, yeah. if you haven't seen Infinity War, I want to hear from you. <laughs> and I want to hear about the conditions your cave is 
And if you have electricity, like, where do you go poop? Because are, you, are you always in the dark? Or do you right. have light? I mean, how, right. I mean, how are you listening to us? Right. Are you just cranking it on a radio? Where and, have you been being held hostage? It's a hand crank radio. <laughs> It's a hand crank radio. Like yeah, right. That's where, that's where I was going with it. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Or maybe yeah, they're just homeless and they just tapped sucked. into somebody's Wi Fi or something. Yeah, trailers definitely suck. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, trailers suck is my point. And if, if, if you, I, I, I feel like it's more telling when you give more away than if you don't. Like, here's the here's my full experience with Jurassic World. First off, I was okay with the movie. I was lukewarm about it. I mean, there was a lot that I liked. A lot, I, I think I liked more where they ended stuff rather than, you know. But that's not really the point. The, the series altogether, I actually really liked. But the first trailer was like, okay, this is cool. Most of the movie is going to be on an island. And, sure. And... I thought they gave away a lot when they showed the uh, eruption. Oh, I'm the like, volcano, well, what the yeah. heck? There's the climax right there, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, like, the next trailer was, like, the auction or whatever. Yes. And yes. I'm like, well, what? Well, I, well, I guess that- minor spoilers for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom if you haven't seen it right. yet. But, yeah. No, he, he, the basically from the second act forward, they pretty much mm-hmm. spoil in the trailers, like a oh, lot of it, a lot, and it's it's just it's just ridiculous. Yeah, all the but stuff it, inside it, the mansion and stuff. Yeah, that's like oh, way right. later in the movie. Quick, yeah, could also be that they just do too many trailers. Like there's three, right. that's four, a good point. Five trailers. That's a good know? point. Yeah. So, would it final be quite trailer. It's like, oh, yeah, final right. trailer. teaser oh, trailer, so teaser of the teaser. And it's like, Jesus Christ. All right. I, you know what? If you're two minutes long, you're no longer teasing anything. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're full blown. Typically I'm done by then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent point, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Any holders. Uh, let's, let's get into our next segment. Weekly grind. Okay, so guest usually goes first. So, Mr. Mike, what have, what have you been up for the last couple of weeks? Um, I, uh, <laughs> I have been dragging myself through the second season of Jessica Jones. I, and I know that's been out for like ever now, and I should be watching Luke Cage. I know, I know, but Ugh. it it is it is uh, it, it's almost unbearable. I mean. It, if you even kind of like Jessica in the first season or in the defenders, she has become completely unlikable by the second season. I mean, like literally really? by the end, every character in the show hates her. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Like everyone, her friends, the lawyer, you know, uh, everything. This, it all goes right. to shit. So I'll, I'll be honest. I think, I think my wife and I watched two, two episodes of it and oh. it wasn't necessarily, of the no, second like season? It. it was um, of the second season. Yes. Okay. Yes, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't necessarily that we didn't like it. It was just like nowadays with so many things that are out, mm-hmm. like you have to grab. I, I Okay. First off, for anybody who doesn't know this already, I'm ADD and sometimes severely because like if you don't grab my attention right away, 
you're you're not grabbing it at all. And like I hate the excuse, oh, it gets good after, you know, season two. It's no, like if, no. if you don't mm-hmm. grab me right away, yes. why should I Stranger Things, I'm you know, when you look at a Netflix original that grabs your attention mm-hmm. from the immediate. And I'll even admit that the first episode of Stranger Things was not the greatest, but it still had that that thread mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, I want to see where this thread leads. And then watching the whole first season was just like mind-blowing. But then another really good example, and the reason I think everybody so agree or disagree with me uh mike but i think the number one reason why everybody is down on all the other uh marvel netflixes is season one of uh daredevil was fucking dope oh my I god mean, oh yeah just that first episode and then episode two when they did that one long take fight scene in the hallway yep mm-hmm. oh my god yep yep that was like one of the things you hadn't really seen done very well before. Like right. when that scene, especially hit, so in that format, things, it was one of those things where I was just like, "Wow!" You know, mm-hmm. I was like just mesmerized by that scene. That but was yeah, one I feel of the, the same way you do for sure. Yeah, I, yeah that was know. one of the few fight scenes in like an American produced you know show or movie where Good point. I Good actually point. felt like the characters you know were actually fighting and we're getting tired and you know fatigued because usually in american movies and stuff you know people fight fall through windows walls you know 20 stories Mm -hmm. and they get up and just keep fighting but in in that you know single shot uh hallway fight you know matt is like beaten and tired by the end of it and he's basically like i just want to be done with it like it felt like real people having a real fight yeah and seeing Juan bach the one that goes up the staircase Mm -hmm. like that motherfucker just keeps going and yeah. going and going. And so it's a testament to his finesse and his agility. But also it's just like, here's a superhuman person going through this entire... He went, not only is he fighting, but he's walking upstairs and he's jumping and he's doing all this acrobatics. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's really cool to look at. But then getting like a more grounded look at that, and like you said, he's getting fatigued, mm-hmm. was just a whole nother layer to it. And he got whacked like, a few times. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so let's not take... So he wasn't just mowing people. I mean, he was, but he was getting yeah. a few sure yeah exactly and so just the the visceralness of it is what i really appreciated about it and and is the fact that go ahead oh i was going to just add to that and as well to your point about you know i think the marvel netflix shows have suffered because the first season of daredevil was so good i mean it was so good to the point that even the second season of daredevil wasn't quite as good as the first one but yeah i think part of it is that the reason that they started, you know, spinning these characters off into their own little series was because they didn't feel that the characters had enough appeal to a general audience to justify, you know, a multi-billion dollar production movie. But yeah, right. they were like, oh, okay, it's fine. We can take these characters and make these little niche, you know, like vignette stories with them. And then they kind of go off and do their own thing. With Jessica mm. Jones, especially, hers is more like a film noir detective oh, yeah. type but the problem and see, is I appreciated about that on, on the first season. Mm-hmm. I really actually like that. Oh, yeah. I was probably one of the very few 
um, advocators of season one. Oh yeah, no, I'm with you because I I like that whole vibe of you know like solving mysteries and detective shit. You know, like I like that. It's a Scooby game. <laughs> exactly right. And the villain but, from season one was fantastic. Yes, yes, right. but that he was my sticking point for that first season because yes, I liked all the noir stuff, but after a while it was kind of you know running this course. But when Kilgrave he kept re-injecting, you know, like energy into the show. And every time he popped up, it was just like, Ooh, what is he going to do now? You know, it was mm-hmm. like, he's one of those villains that you love to hate. And I think the problem with oh, the second yeah. season of Jessica Jones is you don't have a character like that. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. there is no charismatic, you know, like, Oh, you hate him, but you love seeing him on screen. Like there's no one in the show like mm-hmm. that. Like pretty much, I don't want to see any of these characters do anything by the end of it. So I'm just like, it's 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 unfortunate because I want to see a female character get her due, but just not like this. Yeah, not like this. <laughs> exactly. Yes, well, you yes. know, you know, on that point too. Like Kingpin in season one of Daredevil oh, was God. really good. Cottonmouth oh, yes. was really good yes. for Luke Cage, mm-hmm. and you know, and really once Cottonmouth fell off, I kind of fell off Luke Cage season one. Yeah, Don back is about a terrible. Same here. Villain. Same here. Yeah, so it was kind of one of those things or whatever. So I feel like where they kind of messed up with all four of those series, counting Iron Fist and everything too, is they kind of got too big in scope rather than making it really personal and small. Good point, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I, and that's just kind of my take on the whole thing. Because I started watching season two and I'm kind of like Mike, where it's just, there's so much stuff out right now. And <laughs> yeah, sorry. Thing, <laughs> sorry, Nick, sorry. And things like that I want to, yeah, <laughs> and and just other things that I want to watch and do that for whatever reason I don't feel like watching another Marvel superhero anything. Is yeah, really yeah. I I would say if you're gonna watch something else, from what I hear, go watch season two of Luke Cage. It is probably gonna be a much better yeah. viewing experience than trying to get through Jessica Jones. It's it's not. Worth well, I think it. Defenders, as much as it got built up to, really took the wind oh, out of a lot God, of people's sails. Yes. That was probably the disappointment, the biggest disappointment Netflix has probably put out to date. Right. It was it was right. bad because it was hype. There was like legitimate hype around the Defenders. Like remember mm-hmm. for years people were talking about, oh, we're going to get them in Infinity War and this, that, and the other. And after you saw the Defenders, it was like, God, don't let them anywhere near the MCU, please. <laughs> they deserve to be in the gutters of new york damn it right it's like take them (laughs) off of netflix and go put them on like you know spike tv or something at this point because uh Mm -hmm. yeah so i I think that they can get back on track they just have to narrow the scope back down somehow that and stop splitting up the season into like two different story arcs halfway through because every one of these seasons even the first season of daredevil it's one story arc then by like episode six they kind of shift gears and start doing something else and it's like you only have 13 episodes like just play this through like if you don't have enough material for the 13 episodes maybe you should have came up with a different plot for this season well, yeah, you could say that a lot about uh, a lot of different... Like, I think that is the number one reason I've not enjoyed Walking Dead for a while now. Mm. Is, you know, besides Negan, which was, like, the last season I saw, he was the first time in a while that there was a central problem to deal with. Mm-hmm. Then it was just a problem of being boring as f- <laughs> Shots fire, god damn. Wow, <laughs> no hesitation from you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. Man. Well, anything else you've been doing? Uh yeah. Um I've been playing a lot of Fallout 4 lately. A whole lot of oh, Fallout yeah. 4. 
Um, it's it's funny because I was late into the Fallout game. I did not start playing Fallout until New Vegas came out. I had oh, never wow. played three, hadn't even heard of Fallout. Like I had to ask a friend. We were in uh, GameStop, God forbid. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were in GameStop, and I What's I, that? I saw it right. I know right. What is that? It's like, is that that place where what they mean to you? Thing and... you're talking of? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I saw the cover and I saw the guy in the combat armor with the trench coat and the red lenses and the Vegas in the background. I was like, ooh, what is that? And he's like, oh, you never played Fallout? And I was like, no. And he's like, what, well, do you like RPGs? I was like, well, I like Final Fantasy. And he's like, well, you might like this. He's like, it's kind of like mm-hmm. an RPG shooter. And I was like, I don't really understand what that means. <laughs> At that time, there wasn't really a whole lot of examples of that. So I was like, I don't really know what you mean by that. And then I started playing it and fell in love with it. And I've gone back and, you know, played three. And uh, I can't quite get with the top down. So I don't know if I'll ever get to one and two. But, you know, three is probably as far back as I'll go. It's tough to go back. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. But, I mean, no, my biggest thing with this, I'll say overall, I do like the game. I got about a good 20, 25 hours in at this point. And it... It, it, it is a good game. I like. I want to preface everything I'm going to say with that. It is a good game. But it does feel like Fallout for dummies. <laughs> like, okay. it, it really feels stripped down. Like, a lot of the conversation choices feel really stripped yes. down. Mm-hmm. Um, the Although you can get your... <laughs> you can get your robot to say, like, donkey f***. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, you can get him to say Wait, wait, lot. which one? Uh, the one that you find at the caravan or the one that was, like, your handy robot, like, assistant? Your handy robot. Okay, yeah. okay. He'll, he'll say it, and he'll be like, you know, hello, Mr. Butt <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah, but, like, like the conversation trees, I feel like they've been, you know, trimmed down quite a bit. Um, like, crafting and stuff like that. I do, you know kind of appreciate some of the things that they've done but they've kind of mm-hmm. stripped a lot of elements from that just honestly at this point it just feels more like a shooter with some rpg right. elements than an rpg with shooter elements right now i i have to i have to ask for prosperity's sake sure. um have you played it on survival i have not no no um i i i was exactly like you i didn't like how easy it was i didn't like how it was just like okay you know i didn't like the crafting or whatever playing it on survival now you still don't have to worry about the durability of your weapons but adding in you have to worry about you know uh, drinking on a regular basis Mm -hmm. uh, sleeping Mm -hmm. eating on a regular basis adding that next level plus obviously just getting like shot once sometimes can just pretty much kill you yeah and so adding that little bit of survival made it feel a little bit more like an actual fallout, in my opinion. See, see, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, because that was one of the things that I I thought was odd when I first started playing Fallout 4 because my first, like, real fight that I got into, the first thing I did was went back to the sanctuary. And I'm like, okay, I got to repair my armor and my guns. And I'm like, wait, I don't have to do any of that? I was like, so then yeah, right. what's the point of picking up armor off of all these other people? Why loot their bodies for anything if I don't need any of this? unless it's just a new weapon you know it's like i mean sure you could sell it off for caps or you know scrap it for you know 
metal and stuff like that. But, right, right. you know, if you're not really hardcore into the base building, which I kind of tinkered around with it here and there, just pretty much as much as the game has made me do. But I haven't really gone off and like, oh, this is my settlement. And look at my, you know, statues and the wonders that I've built. Like, eh, not really. And I mean, I know some people are really into that. Like, I know <clears throat> that's why part of reasons why Fortnite's so popular is people, you know, like being builders and, and going up and right. putting up their, you know, fortifications and whatnot. And all that's well and good, but that's not what Fallout is to me. I'm like, you know, Fallout right. to me is surviving the wasteland and, and exploring and meeting these new factions and, you know, making... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, just relationships with these other factions and, you know, your choices have real consequence. And, and I didn't like yes. the fact that they got rid of the um, uh, karma. They just kind of pretty much did away with that completely. Yeah, yeah, that that is definitely something I I think is to a certain point unforgivable. You know, because it's it's one thing that you're pretty much Fallout 3, but a little bit prettier, mm. not even that much, mm. honestly. It's one thing that you're pretty much just giving us a somewhat better looking game, but then taking out something as pivotal, in my opinion, as the karma system, it, like... I, I want to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys can go to TX3 Productions or whatever, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure even Fallout 1 and 2 had it. So even back in the tabletop genre or whatever, and 3, and New Vegas, like they kept iterating on it. Mm -hmm. They kept making it more in-depth, and then to take it out from a marketing standpoint, I can understand, but... Like, at what point is getting everybody else in more important than keeping everybody there? That's, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Because that's always my problem with just long-running franchises in general. Is that the longer mm -hmm. they go on, the more that they feel they have to become like everything else to make people care about it. And the reason that Fallout right. is special is because it's not like everything else. That's why people like Fallout. It's like they have hardcore, you know, fans for bethesda like they don't need to change fallout like if they would have just put out fallout oh. 4 and it would have just been a better fallout 3 or a better new vegas people would have ate that up and loved it like they don't need to try oh, yeah. and make it i i don't want to compare it to call of duty because it's not that but it's starting to kind of go in that they have similar trajectories that um, Call of Duty took where it was like okay how can we become relevant okay we get, need to become more like what's popular right now oh Halo okay so give them jetpacks and you know we're gonna go into space and all this other crazy and it's like you don't need to be this other game just do what you do but just do it really good and people will appreciate it for that yeah you do yep. you boo <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. If, you, if you wanna very very far from the what made your IP great, then make a new IP out of it. Thank you. you know yes. Like, just make a new point, game. Yeah. Like I, I can appreciate innovation, but it has to be within context. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm with you. Like you mentioned call of duty, but mm. you know, when they started doing the jetpacks and stuff, I felt like it was to compete with Titanfall. Like, uh, yeah, no, right. that's a good. They yeah. saw Titanfall and Titanfall didn't sell well, but people really liked the movement in it. And yeah, it's mm -hmm. like call of duty went that route. And it's like, that's not what you do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's like, uh, yeah, if you're going to, it's like, how long can you strip away parts from something before it stops being what it was in the beginning? You know, and and you know, I'm all for if a game is starting to get stale or sour to people or whatever, 
just take a break from it and come back. To yeah, the pull Assassin's Creed, later. take a year or so off, you know, and then come yep. back. But with Fallout, you know, Bethesda doesn't release on a regular basis anyway. So it's like you're waiting for their games for a while regardless. So that's right. why I was really so confused that if you're going to wait this long between... Because Bethesda didn't do New Vegas, right? That was another studio, right? Right, that was a different studio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, it was Obsidian. Yeah, yeah. So in which they did the original uh, Fallouts, right? Or at least the team that is at Obsidian, right? Yeah, it's something right. like that. Yeah. yeah, it was just a different company or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, all, all the same, it's like, you know, if you've had, God, how many years between Fallout 3 and Fallout 4? Great question. Regardless. I want to say from New Vegas, it was at least three. Yeah, so it's like during that time, you had plenty of opportunities to, you know, do whatever you wanted to do. Hell, you could have made a whole new IP during that time and not, mm. you know, fucked with Fallout. But I will say this. I know I'm griping about it, but I do appreciate some of the changes that they have made to the game. Because one of the things that kind of kept me from playing Fallout 4 initially was because of my experience with the prior games. And it's like, if you're going to play Fallout, you're going to invest a lot of time and a lot of energy into this. And as an adult with a child and a job and a show and everything else, I don't have as much time to just sink into a game like I used to. So I do appreciate Mm -hmm. that for, you know, a filthy casual like myself, you know, they've kind of streamlined the game to where it's like, hey, if you want to go and, you know, explore the whole world, you can, you know, if you want to go and uh, try and build up relationships with all these other different factions and do the side quest, you can. But if you just want to play the main story through, we've kind of taken away some of the barriers that made it such a grind to play. Yeah, right. All right, now, hold on. You have you also have a child? Yes. I didn't know that about you. Yes, yes. I think this is our first time having a bunch of dads on here. Sweet. <laughs> We're officially changing it to dad, our, our nerds too. Yeah. That's, that's what it's called now. Yeah, no, it has a certain ring to it, yeah. I mean, what is it, two dads and a coach? Is that what we're going with? <laughs> two dads and a coach. Oh, God. I think that was something that was on, like, Pornhub or something. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what what is our feelings on Fallout seventy six then? Uh, I'm uh, mixed. Yeah, trepidatious. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at me with my big wet. I know, right? Yeah, Hold on, I gotta Google. Right, that. it's like what the f- did you just? Call the- I gotta stay on par with you. How do you spell the that? T r a sure sure audacious. No, I mean, I guess I'm just, uh, I don't know. Like, this is oh, kind of what I was talking about before, about them trying to become something they're not. Okay, so you have a feeling of fear or agitation about something that may happen. Yes. You actually mm-hmm. looked the f- up. Or a <laughs> oh, trembling. No, he, he legit was, he was not <laughs> he legit was like, <laughs> I could hear the clickety-clack, like, no, I'm going to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I mean, I'm, I'm. This is what I'm talking about. I am worried that they are gonna try and ride this whole, you know, battle arena wave, and it's gonna just be like, yeah, no, we're gonna, we're gonna be like, you know, PUBG, and we're gonna be like, uh, um, Fortnite, and you know, uh, ten other battle royale games. It's like I don't mm-hmm. want that. <laughs> now, no, correct me if I'm wrong. It doesn't have single player, does it? Uh. <sighs> They say it does, but, but yeah. I mean, at 
I mean, how but I mean, technically, the division. Really, I feel like it'll be know, tacked single on single player. Like the focus will be multiplayer and single well, player. There'll be some elements, I, but well, I mean, I right. guess and technically I think it's like, you can play it by yourself, right? But it's right. Supposed, and it's going to yeah. be like if you play Destiny by yourself. Is it? Can you play loser. it by yourself? Of course you can. But there, what loser I, wants I feel to like do that? Right? Who doesn't have friends, you fucking dorks? You know, probably the guy um, in the cave with the hand crank and all that. <laughs> and I mean, and, and I feel like Let I'm not doing... Let me get online and be by myself. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, and I feel like I'm not doing the game justice because it's like, it's not quite a Battle Royale game, but at the same time, it kind of is. It's like, well, oh... Maybe it's more like DayZ where, like, they put a bunch of people in, in the map. Sure. And then if you stumble across each other then great but if not then it's like you just have that constant threat yeah that somebody might be there and ready to like whoop some ass so yeah kind of like um uh god what is that uh red dead redemptions multiplayer it was like they kind of mm-hmm. just dumped you all in the open world and it's like hey you can go fight Good each point. other or you can help each other and go you know raid a mine or something here's the yeah. thing i play a lot of single player games and i'm getting itch to try to jump into a multiplayer game and i feel like division two is going to be that game for me mm-hmm. so if that's the case why would i pick up fallout 76 now if it's not a you see what that's i'm saying a good point yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean even even then it's like uh i even- want to try it but the, the main things that do worry me is the fact that building is gonna play a big part yeah. in it and they're gonna be a lot of concessions, you know, like um, to to make it multiplayer. So, like, okay, Elder Scrolls Online is a really good game, mm. but calling it Elder Scrolls is kind of just like this is like it's in the same universe, but it's but it's, it's not an Elder not Scrolls game, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean even though they have a lot of like pullover and a lot of like fan service as far as like, Oh, here's a book with, you know, oblivion in it or something like that. you know, even though they have a lot of, um, pullover from it, it's just, yeah, it's an elder Scrolls game, but it's not what I don't you know. want. I don't know if it, it I wish well, there was a way they could market it as inspired by, <laughs> Fallout. Well, see, I was about, I was just about to say, <laughs> right like, from the producer conversation. Fallout. Yeah, we had the conversation. You know, if you're going to do something new, just get a new IP with it. Like, just call mm-hmm. it something different. And it's like, I just hate that they're trying to advertise it as this is the next Fallout. And it's like, it, it's kind of not though. Yeah, like you know I, I mean? like it's yeah, because I feel like this is more like uh, Vault seventy six than anything. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, or I'm, now, just, I'm sorry, like, not not Vault seventy six. What was the what was the little side game that came out with Fallout four? Uh, uh, Fallout shelter. 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 That's uh, yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. Shelter. Yeah, it was like right. But see, that was advertised as this is a side thing that we're doing in conjunction with, true. or that you can do. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it was like if they came out and said, "Hey, this is a side Fallout," or you know, this is right. something in the Fallout universe, but it's not the next Fallout game. And well, I mean, you know, isn't that technically what they're doing by calling it 76? Because it's not Fallout 5. It's that's not fair. even. That's fair. I mean, even like Fallout New Vegas wasn't 4. Yeah, it was Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, but Fallout New Vegas at least felt, you know, fell in that same. I don't know what the solution that's a good is. Point. I'm, I'm just well, saying. And I mean, it was more of an expansion. And I think that's why they called it that. Because it's like, well, people are going to people are going to call us out for being expansion so we might as well just not call it a numbered one mm-hmm. 
But I mean, there is so much content in that game, though, that that right. is a whole. It could have been Fallout Four, and then with the DLC they put out for it too, it's like that was a whole game in and of itself. Like seventy six feels like it's just going to be this multiplayer thing that they'll you know have you know season passes or some such you know equivalent to and things like that, and then you know yeah, oh yeah, because four didn't have that yeah yeah, and, and then I guess you just wait till twenty twenty three to get your next Elder Scroll games I guess <laughs> I, mean, I don't know well they are working on that other game that is in space I guess yes what one's that one called Starfield uh, or whatever Starlink wait I think no, that's, that's like, the toy one it's Star I something it's like 20, yeah. I think it's twenty twenty Starlight Express <laughs> Starlight Express Starlight Express Starlight Express <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, that made my cheeks hurt. <laughs> I was just saying that I don't, since Fallout 76 is not a true to form Fallout game, I don't know why I would pick that up instead of The Division 2 yeah. or yeah. Anthem when it comes out, right? If I'm on a serious or, budget. Or or Days, uh, Days Gone. Or Days yeah. Gone. You know? I, mean, I mean, that also has Freakers. Yeah, I mean, at least Days Gone is a straight up single player, you know. Exactly. So I'm just, so I'm just like, what's the point in picking up seventy six if if I'm a multiplayer gamer, right. I already have enough amount of disposal to feel that itch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like a Fallout game except it, Fallout. Definitely. Yeah, and I'm really worried so. about people who are like me who didn't latch on to the whole building elements of Fallout Four. Like, if you didn't like that. Yeah. That seems like that's going to be a major component of 76. So either you're going to have to get with it or you're probably going to skip it. Well, you could just get a friend that's really good at building. Right, there you go. <laughs> so everybody contact Bob right. and get him to join you in squad. I see what you did there. Very nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. This this is going on too long. Let's get on to Coach. Coach, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I just got back from vacation uh, down in Florida. You know, so I've been a little bit out of the loop, but during, I guess, basically from the time I was on last time, from the first episode till now, I've been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts. Woo! Um, and I played the one and a half and two and a half games, oh, whatever. So I played both of those, and I still haven't done Dream Drop or the other two. But, so can I just assume that you guys have played the two Kingdom Hearts one and two? Can I Never assume? played it. I have never not played either. Wow. I have friends yeah. that are way into it, but never played <laughs> I have friends who talk about it, yeah. and I kind of zone out, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> like, and then Mickey Mouse showed up, and Goofy, and then. Wait a second now. <laughs> and then he had What's a key right for a here? sword, and it was great. And I was like, oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm well, not hating on um, hey, the, the key game blades at all, are actually lightsabers. Oh, is that? <laughs> Which are connected to wands from Harry Potter because it chooses you. You don't choose it. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll just go ahead and tell you, like, I'm super stoked for Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But. Honestly, I would love to join in. I guess my worry would be playing through one and two, like, even if I had, like, the best time in the world, if I played through those and then, like, got ready for three, it, I don't know if I would be, like, burnt out by then. <laughs> if you did it now, probably. That's why I try to do it during the summer, so at least I have, like, yeah. an eight-month gap or so. And right. even mm-hmm. if it comes out when it says they're supposed to, you know. But 
So, yeah. Well, I mean, according to Goofy, it was supposed to help me out like last year. Yeah, I know, right? But so here's the thing: Kingdom Hearts One. It is not a great game at all. The only thing that I think really kept Kingdom Hearts running was that Disney tag, and mm-hmm. it was a decent Final Fantasy mix JRPG, right? Yeah, but it, it missed on a lot of things. And then Kingdom Hearts 2 came out. Now that was a game. That was a really good JRPG. And here's the issue between the two. They released the games on like four different consoles. They released them for the PlayStation 2. Released it for the Game Boy Advance. PlayStation 2 again. Oh god. PSP. Right? I mean, so you had to own like three or four different consoles to get the full storyline. And (laughs) so... And so the side games, there was so much story in the side games that there's no way you could play Kingdom Hearts 1, jump into 2, and fully understand what was going on. Oh, so, really? Yeah. It's like almost, like, almost not like Apple with the iPhone. It's like, you know, oh, would you like this? Well, you got to get all these other attachments to get the full experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so it's just one of those things that if you're going to get into the Kingdom Hearts hype, you have to at least play Kingdom Hearts 2. I feel like if you play Kingdom Hearts 2, you can jump in pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, what happened, you know, how much of the story from those side games are, is Square Enix going to carry in? I feel like everything, because this is the fourth time they're going to release Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, the, so that because they had 1.5 and 2.5 and separate on PS3. Mm. Yeah. And then they had the 1.5, 2.5 bundle on PS4, and now they're doing... One and a half, two and a half, and two point eight on PS4. So they're releasing this game three times. So they're expecting you to know the story going into Kingdom Hearts three. I feel, hmm. and if that's the case, I feel like it's going to not be a very good experience for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I've been doing is a lot of Kingdom Hearts, and nice. like I said, the fact that you guys haven't played Kingdom Hearts at all kind of ruins the I guess Aww. the conversation a little bit. But... <laughs> oh, well, glad. <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? Hang on, hang on. Pause. Where... I'll go grab Kingdom Hearts one and two right now. Knock them out real quick. Come back. We'll finish it up. Well, you'll have to knock out about sixty hours worth of game, I guess. It's, oh, you uh, know, it's all right. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure you guys will wait yeah. around. It's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll wait. We'll just sit here. No problem. We'll turn our hand cranks waiting on me. But. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, so that's what I've been doing is just catching up on all that. And hopefully eventually before Kingdom Hearts 3, I'll do a whole podcast where it's just straight up the story of Kingdom Hearts. And if you want to play Kingdom Hearts 3, you can just listen to the podcast and yeah. you'll know the full story. Uh, but And then I'm still grinding on Persona a little bit. I don't want to jump into that. But now I'm like 80 hours deep. So. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's a burden, man. Really <laughs> Um, Hashtag the struggle is real. There, there's someone in like Nigeria listening to this right now, going "fuck you." <laughs> it's like the struggle is real. <laughs> yeah, I can't eat today, but hey, you can't get through Persona, right? But somehow they're listening to this podcast, so maybe they're not right, doing all. They that got bad. that yeah. damn hand crank. <laughs> and then, really, the only other thing that I've been doing is I've been watching Mr. Robot. Have either of you two seen the show? Mr. Uh, Robot? Don't worry, yeah, it came, uh, it came on. Yeah. I guess it's still coming on. I, I'm really not sure, but it's on. I want to say season three, isn't it? On season three, I think it's a little bit past that. I'm not really sure. Oh, how really? Deep it is. Hmm. It's just on Amazon Prime, so sure. I'm just watching it on there. 
But I'm about 10, 15 episodes in, and I really like it. It's kind of a slow yeah. burn, though, so you have to, when you watch it, you really got to pay attention to it, which is Uh-oh, kind of Nick hard don't to like do that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to do now, but I Nick enjoy said you got to hook you quick. So, yeah, I enjoy those type of shows, so, you know, but if you're into, like, hacking, even though it's very televised hacking, you know, oh, sure. mystery type stuff, you know, it's a pretty good show, so... Mm-hmm. I've heard uh, nothing I would, I would suggest if you're looking it. for something to watch, give Mr. Robot a try. It's got really good acting in it. Uh, the storyline's pretty good for, you, you know, at least in season one. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, now, can you only doing. get it on Amazon Prime? Or, like, are there other places I can watch it? Because that would be I my f- biggest hurdle yeah. right now. Yeah. I feel like you could watch it on Hulu, but I'm not sure. Because mm, I, I, I just watch it on Amazon Prime. Because I'm lucky enough to have... You know, access to money. Amazon Prime. <laughs> yes. And money. Yeah. You know, that teacher salary just right. does great things. <laughs> My gold blooms. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so basically, you know, like my dad has Netflix, my sister has Hulu, and, you know, my cousin has Amazon, and I had, uh, like the Apple Music everybody's thing. pitching in <laughs> you know yeah, what that just... is almost like an ingenious almost like Ponzi scheme just get everybody in your family to like get a different subscription somewhere and then just alternate right. usernames and passwords oh that's yeah, genius and, and that's pretty much it and then <laughs> you know but I mean and then I have uh, like ESPN and stuff the rest of my family doesn't have cable mm-hmm. like in the traditional sense they're like cutting the cord or whatever I guess um oh, yeah. so they uh they use my like ESPN login if they want to watch sports and that sort of thing. So that's how we do our television. Mister Robot is not on Hulu. Darn it! It's not on Hulu. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I can contact like my sister to give you her Amazon account. So there you go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, but yeah. So if Thanks, you sis. have Amazon Prime, give it a shot. You know. Uh, and see if you like it or not. Like I said, it's kind of a slow grind. So if you're not into it, then oh well. Yeah. Now hold on. It might actually be on there. What? That's confusing. Is it because I didn't put the freaking period in? Oh, are they being that I, anal about it? I think Hulu so. Cause... Search. Hulu search engine is kind of janky in that sense. Wait. Like I'm really confused. Currently unavailable. Okay, never mind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's Usually, pleasant. So they'll show you that you can't watch on Hulu. That's nice. Well, they'll do Hashtag that because. <laughs> well, they'll do that because you know they'll air things that come on TV like the next day or whatever, and oh, they'll keep okay. ten episodes or whatever, and then on the eleventh episode, that eleventh episode will drop off. Okay. You know yeah, maybe that's so, what the deal. So I think if knows. it's ever been on Hulu at all, they keep it just in case they right. bring it back. I guess just for infrastructure's sake, but uh, mm-hmm. beyond that, you know, that's probably why it's like that. But yeah. So Tomb Raider, have you guys seen the newer movie? No, no, I, I yes. did extensive uh, review on the trailer, yes. but did not see the movie. Okay, so um, in a couple of sentences, what did you think about it, Coach? Um, I thought it was pretty true to form to like the reboot game like the first one right. the first reboot i think that they use a lot of the same like imagery and stuff and uh i felt Definitely. like it was just a fun action flick it wasn't nothing great but if there was a tomb raider 2 i'd go see it you know yeah um, i think that's kind of where i'm at um and 
I mean, I liked it. It was good. I like the direction they go. I like the fact that they chose an actress um, who is a lot more vulnerable because, I mean, this is supposed to be her origin story. Uh, not only that, but then since it's not Angelina Jolie, we're not necessarily like, oh, here's this sexy woman, even though she's still very attractive. It's oh, just, yeah, she's very attractive. It's no longer about here's Angelina Jolie's, like, you almost get to see your tits, but not quite. It's right. more about the character, which honestly, that's the main reason I like the reboot. And I'll say like that came out even before I had a daughter. So now that I do have a daughter, it's like, I kind of appreciate that even more having a character like that, that isn't just about tits. It's right. like, oops, we accidentally pushed 100% on the boobs. Let's just keep it that way. Right. You know, now it is more about her personality, how she became the woman that she is now. And so I like that. And I do like that they pulled that over into the movie. Um, and then kind of the same way I feel about um, Jurassic World, you know, Fallen Kingdom, it was more the ending that intrigued me because it's like, okay, they're setting up uh, the, you know, Raider verse or whatever. And I, I could see where this could be a really cool thing. And I don't know. My main question, biggest question out of this is that it was an okay movie. So is being a completely mediocre movie the best we can expect from a video game movie? I think it was a little bit better than like, just media i mean i think it was good it wasn't it just definitely wasn't bad it was goodly um, mediocre but yeah but see that's mediocre. that's not a big claim to fame it's like well it wasn't bad that's <laughs> right tomb raider with Fair angelina enough. jolie wasn't bad yeah, i mean yeah. it was a product of its time for sure it was very 90s oh, and 2000s -y. Yeah. or i mean it was very 2000s for sure like just the the music they chose the 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 style of action they they filmed it in everything like it was very a product of its time even the fact that she was hypersexualized yep. in today's like you know movement that we're having it's like women don't want to be portrayed in that way anymore oh, yeah. which is like i said why i appreciate it but at the same time it's like that doesn't mean that angelina jolie did a bad job she did exactly what they were going for and they were going for a very kind of b-movie action oh, yeah and people i mean for the most part you know enjoyed it the general audiences liked it well enough i mean they made a sequel to it yeah they, i mean two of it i mean that didn't do too much but, yeah. though you know they did make <laughs> yeah. a sequel to mortal Kombat too so that's not saying a whole lot <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a guilty pleasure though. Oh yeah, no, the first Mortal Kombat, like, cause uh, you know, in preparation for this conversation about what can we expect uh, if we can ever expect a good video game movie, Mortal Kombat is my shining example of this is the best it's probably ever gonna be. <laughs> like, honestly, mm -hmm. you know, just schlock and just goofiness and just let it be its own thing, cause. Yeah, I feel a lot of times video game movies had the same problem that superhero movies used to have in the 90s and early oh. 2000s, where it was like, yeah. nobody will take this seriously unless we take it seriously. So we got to put the X-Men in black leather, because if we put them in yellow yeah. spandex, that's just silly. And it's like, well, that's what people are here to see. People who know X-Men come and expect to see them in the costume. So when I go to a video right. game movie, when you try to make it real and or gritty and real... I'm like, that's not what I really wanted out of this. 
Yeah, it's it's like when they turned Rampage into what they turned it into. Like, I think I might watch it when it goes to Redbox. Sure. And, you know, but I don't know. It's like that's not why I pl- that's not why I played Rampage. You know, I love Dwayne the Rock Johnson as much as the next guy. Oh, sure. But like. They didn't even get the origin right, and it's like, yeah. but why am I watching this? It yeah. literally is taking a story that they came up with out of their ass, and they just, well, this is sort of like Rampage, so how about we just use that name because that will get butts in the seat. But like, how many people are genuinely seeing it because it's like, oh, this is Rampage. I love that video game. Like, I want to say nobody, because yeah. I feel like people are smarter than that. Yeah. I mean, there's still some dumb, you know, like, casual gamers that probably maybe those are the ones that went and seen it. Sure. But even then, it's like, like, ugh, why is recognition so freaking important? Why is it so important that it's like, I'm going to tack on, um, you know, Far Cry onto this thing. Right. And just put it straight to DVD. Like. It doesn't make sense why they have to do it. And the sad thing is that I would be okay. I'm okay with like changing the story and changing certain things about it. But I feel like the number one thing that they always, always get wrong is the spirit of the movie, which is one reason why the original um, Tomb Raider and even this one, honestly, uh, it's the main reason that they're good films you know they still are mediocre in very a lot of ways but they are good mm. and that's because they they stick with the spirit of the film angelo angelina jolie's you know um uh tomb raider was very much about action and i mean even though there was a lot more puzzles in the original Tomb Raiders. I mean, it was just really like, you know, like you didn't have to aim that much. You didn't, as long as she was facing in the right direction, she would shoot at, she would automatically aim at them and shoot. So it really was just like, you know, an action movie that you did puzzles in. And that's how they portrayed her. Then you have the reboot, which is very kind of survival oriented. Mm. And that's how they portrayed her. Mm. So they got the spirit right. Now it's just like, you know, now it's just like if everybody could take it that serious and not give us bull like um, Rampage or even the Assassin's Creed. It's like if we could just start getting it. And, you know, one thing I feel like more video games should jump over and do what Castlevania did. Ah, OK. Because like serializing it is, I think, because part of the part of what makes like it really bad is you're taking like a 60 hour trek and you're just like, well, what are some key plot points that we can basically just, you know, copy visually and then people will be like, ah, I remember that part, Mm -hmm. you know, rather than if you do it like Castlevania and you you know, you put it over that like the next season has been announced. It's going to be eight episodes long, which is obviously so much better than the freaking four that we got. But even still, the premise of having it serialized, I think, could really help. Because like if I ever wanted a Last of Us, I would want it in a, like an HBO style mm-hmm. of series yep. because there's so much subtle nuances to that story that if you tried to jam pack that into an hour and a half or even two, I don't think you could fully do it just 
do it justice. <laughs> wow. Couldn't do it justice. Oi vey. But can I also just say, too, like, outside of, like, the last, I guess, 10 years or so of video games, mm. video games weren't taken quite as seriously as they are now in terms of, like, story. Like, the stories that are yeah. told now, mm-hmm. like, you didn't have a story like The Last of Us, right. you know, 15 oh, years ago. Oh, yeah, good point. You know what I mean? And even the Tomb Raider stories, like, yeah, they were fun action games. That's what they were. The gameplay is what made those games. It wasn't oh, yeah. the story, yeah. you know? So, I feel like as video games have evolved to a better story, that's why Assassin's Creed didn't work. Nobody knows what the freaking storyline to Assassin's Creed is. You know what? I take umbrage with that statement. <laughs> Assassin's Creed, like, okay, in my mind, Assassin's Creed... Wait, wait, oh. hold on. How do you spell umbrage? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Call back. Right, right. That was good. That was good. No, I just, I, I, okay. To me, in my mind, Assassin's Creed was probably the perfect example of how you could have taken a video game and translated that into a either movie or series, something like that. Because I actually played the Assassin's Creed games because I liked the lore of Assassin's Creed. Like, the whole idea of there's this object that has, you know, gone through different hands throughout time and all these powerful people have used that to influence others. I liked all that backstory and, and about, you know, the Templars are basically the Illuminati and, and right, you know, like right. the end of the world and there's aliens and all this other kind of stuff. Like, the lore was cool to me. Then Assassin's Creed 3 came out and it kind of just the bed and it never right. really recovered so when the movie was coming out i was like oh okay this can be the chance to make a a more linear story without all the other filler and weird and tell this story for an audience who would have never had seen this and i think that or at least i thought that it could have worked but then i saw the movie and i was like oh no <laughs> this is not what i meant I, by no. <laughs> well i mean you know the premise of Assassin's Creed is pretty cool. And like you said, the lore and everything that's going on, this machine that takes people back into their ancestors, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. it works out really, really nicely. Um, yeah. But as far as the story themselves, it's, it, they're kind of hard to grab. Yeah, that's yeah. All the, all the like, stuff you know, with the Desmond, simplicity. yeah, that was kind of... Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, so I'm just saying, like, the simplicity of The Last of Us, it was literally, here's Joel, here's his girl, Ellie, They're trying to meet the Fireflies, Mm. who are, you know, this organization, blah, 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 blah. The storyline was simple to follow. Um, You know, even something like Horizon now, I think, could work. You know, if you... That one might would have to be a series, because there's so much tribal things going on, you know? But Mm -hmm. I think if you did Horizon like you would in Avatar, I feel like you could make that work. Because I think the stories are there. Whereas the video game movies we've been getting, I don't think have worked very well. And that's why I think the new Tomb Raider did was because they had the remake, the reboot Tomb Raiders to kind of base the story off of. Right. And it worked better because the story was better. Well, who who develops yeah. Tomb Raider, the games? Uh, uh, Crystal, Crystal Dynamics. Dynamics. Okay. And, and, and who's Almost the publisher? Jinx. 
Square Enix. Okay, because I feel like Square Enix kind of had a hand in the Tomb Raider movie, if I'm not mistaken, or if I'm. Uh, yes, they did flash their logo up. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So I, I so think they Ubisoft might have some creative control. Yeah, Ubisoft. So, yeah. which I don't know what the hell happened with that. Like, I was excited with Ubisoft being involved with Assassin's Creed. I was like, oh, they'll make sure that they don't f it up. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah. Right. <laughs> But yeah, so I, so I think that's part of the issue with like video game movies is the stories haven't been there. But now I think we're starting to get to a point where the stories can come into play more. But see, right? Like, I, I, and the then Hollywood needs to catch up. Hollywood needs to stop worrying. And I mean, this is in general, not just about video game movies. But Hollywood needs to stop worrying about you know how much can my investment come back to me. Oh yeah, they need to worry about making a good movie first. And, you know, even it doesn't need to be a great movie either. I feel like just making a, a really good one. Yeah, something solid. Is, yeah, foundation is to build still off something of. that we haven't had from a video game. So I feel like that could still be the foundation that we really need. I think right. f- speaking of Fallout, I think Fallout would be a perfect series to make because you yes. can just take the world and you can do yep. whatever kind of character you want and just have them travel through, you know, the the world is makes is basically the main character and the That's main character point. is just your avatar to take you through that world. Right. Yeah. Something like in the style of like Book of Eli. Yeah, yeah, but something now like we're that. In yeah. Like the Fallout universe. Yeah, that would be for Yeah, I mean, so I th- I think and like I said, and like you pointed out, the Assassin's Creed lore was good. What can we do with all this lore and this setting? And, you know, so I guess some creativity needs to be done instead of just straight, here's the narrative from The Last of Us, let's make a Last of Us movie. And you have to yeah. change it to fit a movie, if that's what we're talking about, movies. I think in a series, right. you can do much more. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, Well, I mean, you just have more, like, room you know, when you don't have to worry about, well, we a have to cut this, we have to cut this, mm-hmm. we have to, you know, this is too much for time or whatever. Then you have the whole extended edition yeah. or whatever. Right. So, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I think series are probably, would be the ideal way to go. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, like there's people, even a Witcher one coming out, I want to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and, and, you know, the bigger issue with, the other issue with games is if the story's not great, the gameplay can be great and it can still be a great game. Right, right, like, right. But God as of with War, the series, the yeah. new God of War would not work as a movie. I don't feel, but that's because yeah. the gameplay was so great and the story was mm-hmm. good enough to keep us entertained. And- I, I, I think you, I think you have it backwards. I think the old God of Wars would be wouldn't work as a movie because their gameplay is what but the new one that father son thing that that hit me where it where it counted. It might, I but I feel See, like that would have to be a series too. Yeah, no, I agree. But see, I'm I'm actually mm-hmm. opposite of you, Nick. I think that the original God of War series would make a great series on TV. Just because I haven't had a chance Based to play on the scale, God of War right? yet. Yeah. <laughs> we already got it. It was called Spartacus. Yeah, but see, I want to see <laughs> someone rip the head off a god and like plunge their fucking, you know, point. like thumbs through their eyes, uh, you know, like Game of Thrones style. Like the mm-hmm. whole thing, like all that gory graphic, you know, deaths in the God of War series. After seeing, you know, um, um, Jesus, I just said it, um, Game of Thrones. I'm like, you could totally make a God of War series and people would eat that up. Just put it in oh, the, yeah. you know, uh, Greek God times, the whole thing, you know, give the whole backstory about his family and ashes being on him and him being mm-hmm. to blame for everything. Like, that would be enough 
to hook even you, Nick, in the first episode. Yeah, I mean, if they did like a mid, like they, if they were gonna do it, mid season like twist would have to be that he killed his family, mm-hmm. and that's why he has like the like they couldn't give that away right. No, no, it would no. need to be. Like, I think it would have to be a slow burn. Yeah, because like I know, do like the story, like the fact that it was flashbacks, and you didn't find out until like right before the beginning of the third act that you killed your family. Right. Right. And then even then, like, when you found out you killed your family, it still took a little bit for you to find out, oh, that's why I have all this ash on mm-hmm. me. So I think, like, as far as, like, the story, it's just it's just too bad that the character himself was just like, uh, I like working out. Let's yeah, do some Yeah, Kratos is pretty yeah, much one was... note. It's like, you know, um, crush some puss and, you know, kill some gods. That's about his Gotta whole... get that tang. <laughs> that orangutan tang. You know, but I think put it in your water and just. But I think that. What'd you uh, think I was talking about? (laughs) It's like a love tank. But yeah, so I think that I think that video game series works, but movies, I think there's too much in video games to make a video Mm -hmm. game movie. So yeah, I think that answers your question, then Nick. Um, Yeah, we will never get a good video game movie, but we may get a good video game series. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. It'd be hard because you'd have to you'd have to really plan ahead, and that's not Hollywood. Yeah, right. Except for you have to give it to the MCU. They planned ahead, and the way it came to Infinity War, you're like, oh, that's why every movie felt like it didn't have a third act mm. because this is the collective third act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, back to they need to plan ahead, and like what I would love to see is like a movie, and then the same people who were in the movie play in the series. I think something like that could be really cool. Oh, yeah. 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 And a lot of these movie actors have been doing a lot of crossover TV stuff. I think, honestly, right. the biggest reason that they don't do shows so often is because of the time commitment. Because when you're on a series, you know, that that That's eats up a lot three, of time. four years. Right, right. Exactly. You know, half the year to film a season. And- yeah. Yeah. Because, so, I mean, yeah. they had to postpone, uh, what was the show Michael J. Fox was on back in the day? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. whatever show he was on before he did the Back to the Future movie, he was on a TV show at the same time, and they had to like postpone. Oh, the different show. strokes. Yes, different strokes. Yeah, so he could go off and do Back to the Future. Right. Oh yeah. It it, it would it would just be nice. Um. So since we're running a little bit late, there's one last thing I wanted to bring up. What I've been playing, and this is going to be my suggestion to you guys if you have not already played it. But uh, have you heard of Hat in Time? No. I feel like I've heard of it, but I've, I don't recall any gameplay. But I feel like I've heard the name before. Yeah. Like somebody's um, so this, recommended it or something. Yes, yes, yes. I, I 100%, um, if you liked games like Banjo-Kazooie or even like Mario 64, this is very reminiscent of 3D platformers. Um, and it was a Kickstarter. And I feel like this is like, this isn't a good example of a Kickstarter game that isn't complete shite because it's so whimsical and it's so cutesy. Um, and I don't know, like 
for one, it's on sale until the 17th. It's only 19 something. And like for the longest time, it's like it was twenty nine ninety nine. It's like, I don't know, because it's like I really like the look of it, but I don't know if I want to spend the full amount. So then it went on sale and I'm like, honey, I have to buy this. I've been wanting to get it, but I just didn't want to make the full twenty nine ninety nine leap. So now that it's on sale, I would really like to get it. So I convinced her to let me get it. And I am so glad. It's just 3D platformer goodness, just absolute, it's just such a joy, you know, especially after like, you know, the last couple of, even like the last game I got was Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, And just going from like something so serious to just something so cutesy, it's something that like my daughter can watch and she just likes watching it. And that's like, that's saying something. Is it kind of like little big planet platformery, or is it straight up top down? You know, Mario no, it's 64? definitely a lot more like Banjo Kazooie or Mario sixty four, okay. Jack and Daxter, uh, even uh, I guess uh, Ratchet and Clank. You know, okay, three D. You know, you can move the camera around, and I feel like even the camera isn't like super cumbersome like a lot of three D platformers can be. I How feel like the, the camera. Go ahead. So does like the platforming feel good? Like timing yes. it up? Is it hard? Is it super easy? Or is it, um, I mean... right now in the first couple, there the the main path that you go on is pretty easy, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like each time you go into a level it's basically like a giant well not a giant it's a pretty big open world so the main path that you have to go on is relatively easy but then there's like these side paths you can go on to get like extra yarn which you use to make more hats for yourself um those become a little bit more difficult a little bit more nuanced you have to get better at double jump dive cancel the dive doing stuff like that really like fleshes it out a little bit more um but once again i'm like i'm in the first world and like there's a lot of uh kind of metrovania kind of stuff where um i just unlocked a hat that lets me blow stuff up and so like you know all these crates that were sitting around for like the first two levels i can now get into those crates and then there's like little grappling hook i don't have the grappling hook yet but it's like i can tell i can hook onto that thing and like swing up and get to a place that i wasn't able to before so little things like that just oh so good so that's my recommendation if you guys have not played it it's on sale now if you have an extra 1979 i 100 percent. oh and that's on playstation 4 i don't know if it's on sale on xbox so i do apologize for that um uh, i don't know if it's on xbox if it's on sale um steam like they go on sale all the time so if you if you want to like i would honestly say if i if if i would have had the money back when it was 29.99 i think i would even be happy with that so full recommendation right there um but let's get into our last segment of the day x3 relax relaxes right relaxes yes we're just relaxed man we're just we're just sitting here chilling like a couple of dudes in the hood you know smoking a bowl yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean anyways x3 reacts i finally got to it so <laughs> All right, so this is something I saw on the um, on the interweb, deep 
deep web kind of stuff. But anyways, um, Black Ops 4 has a battle royale mode and uh, image leaked basically of like what you would see on the back of a on the back of the 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 th- I don't know. I haven't had one in so long. What do I call it? Case. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, on the back of the case basically it shows two to 60 players Mm -hmm. and so there's a like i feel like there's two camps either no one cares or 60 players means it's not a true battle royale so i want to get your guys's input what do you think mike is 60 players does that mean it's not a a battle royale is it a battle royale like what do you think Okay, so um, in preparation, I went and I looked up H. the defer- definition for Battle Royale. And oh. it is a fight participated in by more than two combatants, especially one in which the last fighter in the ring or the last fighter standing is declared the winner. So there is no, it has to be a certain volume of fighters or anything like that. If it's mm-hmm. more than two, it's a Battle Royale. <laughs> so... I mean, if you look at it in wrestling terms, what's that? Like, four? No, I mean, depends on how deep you want to go, but, like, if it's, like, King of the Ring, like, Royal Rumble stuff. Yeah, Royal Rumble, I think I it's mean, 100, right? Well, I'm just saying, like, if you come out for wrestling, yeah, like, yeah. you'll have 25, 30 different cats come out. Like, there's not oh, a set okay. number. It's just, yeah, yeah, you know, you have a certain pool of players or whatever competitors. Yeah. And right. whoever, who comes out on top, right? Yeah, like pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that scene um, so, in The Dark Knight. You break the pool stick, you throw it in the middle, and then whoever walks out, you win. Yep, that's a battle royale. That's a yeah. And I want to say there was only like three or four of them there. So yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> my my personal opinion is I would if okay. If I don't die within the first 30 seconds of playing the game, I could care less how many people are in the Battle Royale, to be honest with you. It's like, I just want to actually be able to play the game. That's my thing. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. No, All right, Coach? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't play a lot of multiplayer games. Like, like Call of Duty, all that kind of stuff, I never figured out. I didn't even know Battle Royale was not a thing until PUBG became big, where everybody was mm-hmm. freaking out about it. So I don't really think it... I, it's surprising to me that it's a back-of-the-box feature. That's all I'll say right. about it. You know, like, okay, you have Battle Royale, great. Four other games have done that already. You right. Know, five other games have done that. But, you know, two years ago it was done. So, you mm. know, I, I think at this point Battle Royale should be, hey, Battle Royale's a mode. Right. You know, and- so... Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of right with you guys. It's like 60 players, four players. Like, I don't think it's how many players is what matters. I mean, if anything, the amount of players should should change based on how you want the game to be played. Mm-hmm. Do you want it to be played more tactical? Do you want it to be played more in your face? Do you want to build a f- pyramid all the way up to the sky? <laughs> you know, I think it. It's going to change. Mm-hmm. It's going to change from one to the other. Um, one that I'm actually kind of really excited about is actually from Dead Rising. Dead Rising is coming out with... Ugh, I wish I knew what it was called. It's like Blood Something. Ugh, I don't know off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But um, while I'm Googling it, um, basically it's a mix between a battle royale and like a pve so you're still messing with the zombies 
Um, I'll just hold on. Dead. Uh, dying, not dead. Dying. Light. Bad blood. There we go. Yeah. So I pretty much just had to click in. So bad blood. Um, so the objective of this game is you get enough blood sample to then extract. So it's a lot more. They took the concept of a battle royale, which is you get thrown onto a, uh, a map and then you have to make your way off of it rather than being the last one standing. Cause like I can, I think you could even like get off giggity um you can even get onto the... <laughs> that was subtle that was subtle that was good <laughs> yeah thank you uh, um you can even get onto the helicopter without killing a single person and so that concept alone really excites me because that's that's more interesting than i have to be the best around <laughs> nothing's ever gonna pound me down <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I actually love that. I song. mean, because that's one of the things about like a battle royale that I I'm not good. Like I'm not the best shooter. Sure. Like, um, I prefer class based shooters because like I like being able to be like a medic, for instance. Sure. Because I don't want to have to be the best person at headshots. So something like that, and that, ladies and gentlemen, only has I want to say six players. You know, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't. It doesn't mean that it's not a battle. Re- it's just when I saw the news, I saw it on um, on a particular YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. He's very like he, he's very like in your face and very like he doesn't care about being politically correct and and stuff and like. But he was basically the entire the entire video was just basically denouncing blackout as not a true battle Mm royale because it doesn't have a hundred players. And I'm just like, who, who says that's a thing? You know, Uh, I I think it really, go ahead. I don't know why people are frustrated about it's not a hundred players. It's like, who cares? The gameplay is still just like the idea is still the same, Mm -hmm. especially for something as similar as, you know, call of duty, you know, where it's still a shooter. You know, at least for what you're talking about, Dying Light, it's a more tactical ordeal, you know? Like, that's a whole other game in itself, it seems like. But yeah. with Call of Duty, you're still going around shooting people, yeah. you know? So, one, one of I don't the, know the basic matters. concept, oh, yeah. Sorry. I don't know why it matters if it's 60 versus 100, you know? Uh, it's for, so dorks on the internet could be like, oh, see, they just tacked it on at last second. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, and I mean, I of course they did, though. It's like that. they saw the the money that PUBG and Fortnite was making, and they're like, well, shit, you know, like, Maybe. yes, we're getting on this train. <laughs> but w- w- one of the things that I did find kind of telling, though, was d- did you guys watch the, like, announcement trailer for, you know, Blackout? Yep, we had a whole... <laughs> That was like our whole first episode was like, or not first episode. It was like one of our episodes. We was like, we compared battle battlefields to Call of Duty. Yes, so yeah. yeah, we definitely, I definitely seen it. So there's a line in the announcement trailer where he says, um, they basically said, look, we're no, we're j- we know that we're just another PUBG, but we're gonna do it our way. It's like, yeah, yeah we the Call of Duty. Yeah, way. it's like we've played was- battle royale games before. We know that they're nothing new, but this one is different. And I'm like. You just said that they're nothing new. Like what? <laughs> I was like, you kind of contradicted yourself in the same sentence, but I was like, all right. So at least yeah. they're being honest. What excite? 
Yeah, what excites me, honestly, is in the trailer itself, it looks like there were a couple of, like, care package things. Yeah, oh, yeah. It looks like drones. Like, you had the RC car. Mm -hmm. You had the one guy who had the basically the giant right shield like they did in so stuff like that actually like okay this is going to be a legit mode mm-hmm. uh and who knows maybe this will be like one of the first class-based battle royales because like even uh paladins tried that and then they got rid of black widow and and all the other characters and then they're like okay well now here's just a fighter a mage a assassin mm-hmm. and even they have very generic things what if we have like we have like what's his like i want to say riot or something but he does the big ground pound mm. from black ops 3 like what if we have each character and depending on what character we have has different like you know abilities or even like because i know you can probably play i they they were kind of toting about how you can even play as like richtofen or something like Mm. that but what if like at the beginning you choose a class and so that determines like okay my special ability is ground pound i have to you know get points for i I don't know like the it's still interesting yeah no i definitely know what you mean yeah 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 tacking on 60 like I'm totally where you are, where, like, if I survive 30 seconds, <laughs> I thank freaking God, oh, because, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't know. Just the fact that anybody would take take it so seriously to be like, well, actually, it doesn't have 100 players. That means it's not a bad room. Yeah. No, I, I, I yeah, just think, it. like, people have just this kind of hard-on for on Call of Duty games when they come out. So right. it's like they're going to find anything to complain about and i just i'm like of all the things that you could have complained about not just the fact that they're making a battle royale game in call of duty just because they want to just ride the trend but right. you're complaining about the number of players that's your complaint I'm like all right right i mean um, it's I just know. to get clicks it's just to get you get you got to get those views mm-hmm. you know it's like especially when the like i don't know yeah go coach yeah i was just saying i mean if the gameplay is different enough then it doesn't matter yeah, you know, like, does it fit into what you're trying to accomplish? Like, could you, like, how much computing power would be needed for Call of Duty if they're doing drones and vehicles and all this stuff mm-hmm. with a hundred players? Right, like, right. My God, right. that's a lot of moving pieces. Yeah, on a, on a so console like, at that. Yeah, yeah, even on, and on a console. What I mean, the hell is like that a, supposed to? Hey, be? look, I'm not a PC elitist by no means. I don't even have a gaming PC, but I know the limitations of consoles. Oh yeah, I mean, so there's limitations that, for your so. mom. <laughs> and I mean, oh, you took like that to heart. <laughs> Jeez, and like I said, I didn't even know battle royale wasn't a thing until PUBG. So it, it took them this long just to get battle royale. But to be and honest, now, PUBG is not the first. I'm like PUBG just popular. Oh, I know. You know, people know, act like, like PUBG invented. Because who is it? Is it PUBG or Fortnite that's trying to sue the other? PUBG's, I think trying, PUBG's to sue, trying to sue Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like I think they dropped it, but I don't yeah, know. you uh, with a with a company as big as Microsoft who owns Minecraft, and Minecraft was technically the very first one to ever do battle royale on a video game. It's like you wanna you wanna tout your dick around and try to be like I'm the biggest man on campus when you have Microsoft sitting there with Minecraft with a battle royale mode mm-hmm. and you want to try to act like the big man on campus go f- yourself yeah, no. yeah but so i don't know 
you know, this whole idea of is it Battle Royale if it doesn't have 100 players? I mean, I guess 100 players is now the quote-unquote standard, but if you're doing something really unique and different with it, I don't right. think it really matters. Like, yeah. Again, what other for, Battle Royale do you have, like, do you have vehicles in? Okay, yes, you have them in PUBG, but, like... I don't know. That's that's different because it's also crappy as hell. Yeah, and plus it is it's a, mainly it is for transportation. Game. It's not necessarily for a tactical advantage per se. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. Like they're they're hemorrhaging players, and like they're suing people that they don't deserve to get sued. And there's still a lot of diehard fans. If you're a diehard fan, and I offended you by saying it's a crap game, that I mean. I mean, I, I feel like there's a part of you that already knows that. And, you know, it, it's more it's more how they treat everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's more what I'm going off of mm-hmm. how they treat people. And, and the fact that it's like, oh, we're going to give a, a new update every week, but then they quit doing that and then still want money out of like Xbox One people. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like that's like, let's just let's just let's just be honest. Like, that's what you want your standard to be. It's like, just because it doesn't have a hundred players, like, why is that a bad thing? Why is your standard PUBG or Fortnite? Because Fortnite, it's a cartoon. Right. So they could probably do 200 people and it probably wouldn't stress out the servers that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was my thing with Fortnite was, you know, it is a cartoon. It has this really cool base building thing. And like you said, PUBG is this really crappy looking glitchy game and it has been for three four years or however long it's been out i think it's been out about three years now but it's been it hasn't really improved since it's beta mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so if call of duty comes out and it's crisp and it's clean you get drones and all this tactical stuff to go with it mm. and it's okay 40 less players you're still getting a free-for-all best man wins type right. of gameplay and to be You're honest with the way that they seem like they're trying to create the the battle circumstances for this it would almost kind of be a detriment to the game to have a hundred players because if you're trying to be play it tactically and go like, okay, you know, I'm going to go get this thing and then I'm going to set up, you know, armaments over here and do this, that, and the other, you know, if it's a hundred people running around, you know, you will never have time to do any of that stuff. Cause somebody's going to pick you off within like 30 seconds of playing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another, I guess, layer to it is that they're trying to say that the map is bigger than Fortnite's map mm-hmm. and so that also means that it needs to be a hundred but it has vehicles yeah so exactly. of course it's bigger yeah. imagine driving around on the Fortnite map like you would it would take you no time and I, it would be way too op mm-hmm. so it's bigger map than Fortnite. well i freaking hope so because <laughs> like i've played uh h1z1 that's my uh, battle royale experience outside of Fortnite because I'm, you know, a PlayStation 4 guy, so I don't have access to PUBG even if I wanted to. Mm. Um, so that's and that has vehicles and it's a huge, huge map. You know, sometimes like if the storm's coming towards you, I have to use the boost like the whole time for me to even make it there. That's how big the map is. Mm. So you telling me that it's a bigger map than Fortnite, and so that means that there should be more players. Uh, No, it shouldn't because there's vehicles, there's even helicopters. Honestly, like 
what other battle royale even has helicopters for that? Right, matter, yeah. For being honest. Yeah, yeah. The aerial stuff is what I'm really interested to see how they're going to make that work. Right. Are they going to have to debuff it, make it so that it's like a really slow helicopter? Because that could be super OP. Yeah. Even if they don't have guns on it, which I think it would be super stupid for them to have guns on. Mm. So I'm going to say it's a transport little itty bitty blackbird that is just a transport but even still you get a couple of like slayers in that thing and they're just like shooting down mm-hmm. like that's going to be super op so it will be interesting to figure out how they're going to mess with that yeah and dropping bombs and everything right, else unless right. you can construct dropping some type of bomb protector or shelter or something i yeah, really do so. want to see what this map is going to look like yeah i mean especially since they're basically taking like quote unquote like our favorite maps and mashing them together that's why like, i'm really that's my biggest thing i'm excited for because i'm like that right? could be really interesting to just like be in you know i don't know nuketown and then you run for a bit and then you bleed over into the next map and it's like oh that could be really fun uh-huh. right yeah i mean i'm assuming like yeah they have to have nuketown absolutely yeah, have to yeah. have that and and so then you I'm assuming it's going to be kind of like um, Fortnite where you have like the tilted towers over here. Then there's a good chunk of land and then you have like salty springs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's going to be something like that. But having like nu- Nuketown in there, having Summit, it looks like Summit is in there. Mm-hmm. Having um, like Nocter Oten, I think that would be really mm-hmm. freaking cool. Like bring the zombies in there um, because obviously like you're going to sell skins and one of the skin, the skin you're going to have four skins. Hopefully you can buy it in, in a bundle. Get the four four skins. Skins. Oh, shut up. The four skins. <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh, man. Um, but I, I we mean, all want them foreskins. I know, right? Yeah, we need those foreskins. Um, <laughs> um, God, what was I saying? Foreskins. Yes, yes, yes. And um, you're, you're assuming you're going to get all four from zombies. So having Nocturne on the map, not only that, but think about this. I think this is another layer that could make Blackout freaking awesome. Mm. Fortnite constantly changes their maps. So what if they cycle in new maps? Mm. So maybe Nocturne doesn't come right off the bat, but when they get their foreskin... And they put it in there. <laughs> Maybe that's when they add in Nocturne Oten in place of one of the other maps. Well, that isn't cool too. the DLC for Battlefield and Call of Duty and all that free this year? <laughs> not, not Black Ops, unfortunately. Mm. They oh, okay. are shoot, they're shooting themselves in the foot for that, though. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I, I remember, you know, that being a big deal about DLC being free. But I was about to say, if the DLC is uh, free, Battlefield, then, yeah. yes. Battlefield oh, is, yeah. is going to be free. But, I mean, they kind of have to at this point. They have, like, how how just underwhelming uh, Battlefield 1 was and how, you know. And Battlefront's Battle, DLC. Yeah, Battlefront <laughs> 2 was just, did I say that twice? No, you oh, said Battlefield I said, 1. Yeah. yeah, Battlefield. Oh, okay, I, I thought I said Battlefront 1 and then Battle. No, no, yeah, so that's what I mean. Battlefield 1, even Battlefront for that, for that matter. Like, they were trying to pull people in with Battlefield 1 and trying to get them interested because, like, oh, we're World War One, and that makes us different or something. But then it's like, uh, this is a very shallow game. And so then, yeah, follow that up with Battlefront 2, and it's just like they have to make it free because, you know, ugh. But then I, I, don't, I don't even want to think about what their cosmetics are going to look like, which I have to admit the same thing about Blackout. When you're going to add in, like, 
I I imagine Blackout's um, cosmetics, and I hope it carries over to multiplayer because they would be stupid, absolutely brain dead if they didn't. Mm. But yeah. I'm imagining the same thing as um, Fortnite, where they have weekly deals, and maybe that's where you can get Richtofen, and then they'll have weekly one, or I mean daily ones, when those will always cycle through, just like in Fortnite. And I could see that being a thing, and you know that wouldn't be. I wouldn't be too far fetched. I think that'd actually be kind of cool. Right. So, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm still not picking up Black Ops. Um, just, yeah, right. You know, just again, because I don't play a lot of multiplayer games. Um, but Yeah, it's a solid rent for me, honestly, because I do want to, I want to check it yeah, out. For yeah, sure, yeah. But it's a solid but rent. But you haven't committed to it yet. Yeah. So, I, I got a right. question. Since we've been talking about, you know, Battle Royale games so much. What do you think, like, I'm curious, how much legs do you think the whole Battle Royale game has? Like I said, well, I think I think it's a bit ridiculous that it's still a back-of-the-box feature. Like, well, I just I mean, like, like, in general, it's gonna like have just Battle Royale games until... in general. Like, like, do you see these being, like, the new, you know, FPSs of the future? Or do you think this is kind of just, like, a phase that'll go away? I think it's just a mode. I mean... yeah. I think eventually it'll just be okay. It has battle royale, and it's going to be if it. It's kind of like if it doesn't have capture the flag, mm. you know, right? Like yeah. it's, it's just going to be another mode. Cause some people still like first person shooters, but they don't necessarily care for battle royale. You know, they sure. enjoy the team play. Sure. Um, and you know, maybe it goes to more of a well. If you want team play, go play like Rainbow Six or something. Yeah. Mm. But um, so maybe maybe the games become more specialized to the modes instead of having a bunch of different modes, but um. I would. I think battle royale just eventually fade into. Okay, it has battle royale I don't, instead of this big back of the box feature. You know. Yeah. But uh, that's where I think it's going. But I, I could. I could totally be wrong. So. Yeah. I, honestly, I. I would like to see a game dedicated to battle royale, mm. which funnily there are already some. Mm. But what I mean is like, why does there only have to be one map? Mm. You know, like Fortnite. I, I liked it for a while, but having the same, and I know they change stuff all the time, but having like the same map all the time was just kind of like, it was getting old. I like, personally, I don't know about you guys, but I like switching between maps. Oh, yeah. You know, I like going into like, let's, let's say, um, let's say Call of Duty. I like going through the different maps, you know, every once in a while I'm going to get a map and it's going to suck. And I'm like, ah, not this one, Mm -hmm. but I plow through it because it's like, okay, what's the next, that, that excitement though, what's the next one going to be? Or even obviously voting for the next one or whatever. But even then, like I don't vote for the same one two times in a row because it's like, I like, I like switching it up. Oh yeah. You know? In this well, one, it's you have good different for SMGs. In this one, yeah. it's good for assault rifles. You know, and I like switching it up. I like having to think on my feet. And so I would like to see a dedicated game to launch with, like, three really good-sized maps. You know, because why does it have to be one? Why do I have to go to the same place over and over again? Now, granted, I might choose to drop in a new area, but how many rounds can I really go before I've seen the entire map? I know where everyone likes to camp. I like, I mean, it is Call of Duty, let's face it. Right. Like, so, like, how long do I really play the game before it's just like I'm doing the same stuff over and over and over again? I would really like to see a game, you know, 
not take a year to put out another freaking map. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that's what, you know, getting Call of Duty and all these big, bigger developers on Battle Royale is going to do. Right. Um, like I said, maybe Call of Duty kind of scraps everything and just kind of goes with just an all-out Battle Royale, you know, 10 different maps to choose from and yada, yada, yada. So I, I think you're going to eventually have games that will do just that. And maybe Fortnite is working on it. And they just haven't released it yet, you know. So, yeah. so I, I think in the next two years you'll get to that point for sure. Yeah, I'm. Just, yeah, maybe even sooner than that. I mean, yeah, because even two years seems like people are working on it right now. I mean, if 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 Activision and EA are working on it, you can guarantee that there are other people working on it as well. So yeah, I just I would really like to see a dedicated game and. You know, it's, I guess, let's put it this way. I'd like to see a full-fleshed game. Because even, like, even Fortnite, I feel like it took them a while to get to that full game. You know, where they had enough items, they had enough, like, um, points of interest and stuff for it to really feel like a full game. Like, when they added in the new points of interest and they had, like, the Tilted Towers and and the motel and stuff, like, when they added that stuff in, I feel like that's when they really became a full game because it's, like... there wasn't as much like in between areas and so but yeah i still i'm i i'm with coach where like i do believe it is just going to be a normal thing that every shooter has but i just hope that they start designing their maps in that way yeah yeah i mean yeah i i i don't have anything against a battle royale you know games or modes or anything like that i just I don't want everything to become PUBG and or Fortnite. Definitely. And and I feel yeah. like that's where we're going. They see, oh, this works. This is a good revenue stream that they're getting from these kind of games. So everything mm-hmm. is going to be that. Yeah. And, you know, kind of like you said, that Fallout 76 might be just kind of seems like the start of that trend of online all the time. And eventually, you know, Battle Royale comes in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, yeah, you're right. Hopefully it has its own, you know, niche and not spread everywhere else. Now, the one thing, the good thing for the developers, though, what's nice for them is like, hey, once you've, you know, built the world and the assets and, you know, the characters in there and got the kinks worked out and glitches and whatnot, then it's just there. And, you know, the players will Mm -hmm. fill the world and they'll do their thing and you just sit back and, you know, release you know, skins and, you know, weapons and stuff like that and just collect money. Oh, it wasn't easy yeah. money making machine. Yeah, it's very low it maintenance. Out, and I would like to see some, I, I, you know, I just thought of something because you got Fallout 76 and they have buildables and stuff. Hmm. You have uh, Fortnite and it has buildables. I would like to see somebody put together like a, pers- uh, not a procedural, a uh, persistent map. Okay. And oh, so maybe it stays the same yeah. for like 10 days. Mm-hmm. You can build stuff. You can put up forts and stuff. Um, and it stays that way for a while. And then maybe it's more like point based or whatever. Like it's still like every hour it'll start over. Or so, I don't know. Maybe an hour is too long, obviously. But, you know, like it's still round based. Sure. But like. You stay in Some that kind world. Of, like you stay in the same game for ten days, like kind of. Yeah, like a I don't. Know. I guess that ish. couldn't work. No, no. I mean, I, I, work, I, I, no. I get what you're saying, and honestly, I think the biggest hurdle to something like that, because I'm sure someone 
has, you know, pitched this idea. I think the biggest hurdle with that would be, you know, just processing power, um, you know, servers, everything Mm -hmm. else to just keep that persistent, you know, everything is still there. Because, I mean, you're going to get, you know, people that come in here and just build just obnoxious things and just try and break the damn game. But (laughs) true, true. But it would be kind of cool. Yeah, no, like, that that was maybe a great even if idea, it actually maybe if it's like a build your own battle royale. So it's like here's here's um, a generic thing. Uh, no, I don't even know if that could work because you could just have some really bad ones. True. It's kind of like it's kind of like Far Cry Five has a map editor, and mm-hmm. it's like you go to some and they are so basic it's like here's some guys over here go shoot him mm-hmm. but then there's some people that make like a recreation of the last of us and you're just like holy crap this is really good oh, yeah. you know and so weeding through those would be kind of bad but still and i think that's kind of like what a game like daisy or h1z1 when it was an actual survival game is that it had these persistent things mm-hmm. and it kind of was just like an ongoing battle royale because you could come across somebody and they could kill you and you just respawn but you respawn with nothing Mm -hmm. you know and so then you you go back into the looting aspect where you go in you try to find some more loot so that you can survive and so maybe i think something like that in fallout 76 i think that's what they could do to make it feel a little bit more and they may even be because they did say that you know, you don't really die per se in Fallout 76. So I'm interested to see yeah. what that even means. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just called it. And, uh, there you go. You, yep. you heard it here yes. first. You guys owe me dinner. <laughs> yeah, I still got to ship you that pizza overnight. So. Right. There you yep. Go. Yep. There you go. <laughs> All right. So like, we're going super late. This is a nice, nice meaty episode. And I think it's because we got two awesome guys on here. Coach. Thank you so much for joining us and joining the team. And Mike, you know, thank you for joining us. Um, Once again, go ahead and let people know where they can find you. Sure. Um, I'm Mike C. Squared, the host of One Giant Leap for Geeks. You can find our podcast on iTunes or pretty much anywhere else you get podcasts. And if you just so happen to want to chat, you can find us on all the regular social medias. Just look for One Giant Leap for Geeks. And specifically on Twitter, it is at Giant Leap, the number four geeks. All right. And don't forget us. Give us some love at TX3 Productions. You can also go to threatx3productions.com or on YouTube, and there we'll have uh, the video versions of the podcast and also things like Thinking About Things and our new series coming up where it is The Walking Dead Our World, which is an augmented reality um, thing. Have you guys heard of this? No. Oh my god, I am like I feel like I am genuinely one of the only people who's like super excited about this. So much that I have a podcast called Walk of the Dead. So basically, I hate to say this because it's not really fair, but listen to my first episode of Walk of the Dead and I'll explain to you that it is like Pokemon Go but so much more than just a clone. So listen to episode one to understand why this is Pokemon Go for the sense that you move your avatar around because you're moving your actual body, but it's it's not just a clone. There's so much about it that's like it's a RPG and it's really meaty. So go listen to the first episode of Walk of the Dead. And if you're if you've 
maybe fallen off of Pokemon or you thought it was just like, oh, here's baby's first RPG, check out some videos for The Walking Dead Our World. It's coming out on July 12th, so it's coming out pretty soon here. And it's free, obviously, and I am so excited about it that I'm starting a new like kind of vlog series along with a weekly podcast. So check that out on Threat X3 Productions and Walk of the Dead on iTunes and um, I think I even got it on Spotify. So there's a lot of different things. Um, so check that out. Walk of the Dead. Thank you so much for joining me, Coach and Mike. No, no problem, man. It was uh, always a good time. So Yeah, for sure. I had a great time. Thanks for having me on. Yep. All right. And you guys have... Oh, wait. Do we, do we have a sign-off for this one? We don't really. It's just like, hey, we're nerds. <laughs> Kind of like uh, at the end of the first episode where it was like, prepare your bells. <laughs> no, God, no. That was great. No. Well, did you see? I asked actually what I named it. I was all like, RPGs are long, so prepare your yep, bells. I saw that. <laughs> That's why, like, literally right at the end, I signed off. I'm like, hey, everybody, have a good day. And, like, Nate, out of fucking nowhere, he's just like, prepare your buttholes. I'm like, what the f, dude? <laughs> Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's still recording, right? Yeah, we're still yes. recording. Okay, yeah. you're good. Thank Come your on, sweet time. <clears throat> Thank your you know, sweet he was time. Talking it's not like we got today. Nick was talking about... <laughs> well, I heard teacher and I'm like, oh, he must be like, you know, 40 or something. <laughs> okay, you want to well, know hey, what I'm really... Just the fall so just keep that in mind. Try to go on, but anyways. <laughs> Shut the door, damn it! Love you. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. That is bad. Two dads and a coach. Are we going to come up with a whole thing? Playing games. Da, 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 da. I don't know. Da, 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 da. Oh, hold on. The controller's right here. Yeah, it's in the... We're watching the movie. Okay, why are you yelling at me?